Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, a guest guided tour through the junk drawer of John Sung's brain. <laughs> Hi, John. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm great. Excellent. Excellent. Um, this is another episode where we have had Kelly as our guest host. Hello. As uh, Besha's, you know, she's got a lot of work. Um, she's also got a puppy to raise. So Parenthood you know, is difficult. Yes. You may be hearing from her slightly less, but she is still definitely a part of this organization. And we love her. Yes. Yes. So much. It's true. It's true. Kelly, how has your week been? Mine mine has been quite good. I uh, I had one of those things today where I called out sick and then it turned out I wasn't really that sick. Mm. Um, and so I was like, well, I'm going to be productive today and make craft projects and do things. And then I watched Buffy for like eight hours. Oh, boy. So, um, That's amazing. So, so, fun fact, kids, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is a good show. Uh, what season are you in? I just started season three. I've never watched it before. I totally missed out on it the first time. And so... Watching it now, as did I. Super damn good. It really is. I feel like season three is the best season. Um, having only, so I mean, like, I, I've watched all of them except for season seven. As I, I, I was in your boat, um, yeah. you know, a scant few years ago, uh, and then I met Mavis, and um, she was, you know, like I, I told her I was a big Joss Whedon fan because I was like super into Firefly. Right. Yeah. But she was like, "Well, have you watched Buffy?" And I said, "No." And she was like, "Listen." We should watch Buffy. And so yeah. she started walking me through Buffy. I walked her through Star Trek TNG. Uh, it was great. You guys are adorable. You know this. <laughs> and then they fell in love. <laughs> la, 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 la. It's true. It's true. The voice of Audra, our excellent guest, returns. I couldn't help. I felt like I had to give Mavis another shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Entirely fair. Entirely yes. fair. How's Hi. your week been, Audrey? Uh, up and down. That's this fair. time I don't have to give my awkward intro of my, who I am, right? I mean, you know, covered this. It's, it's possible. Um, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I should have started with I'm fabulous. Shh. Um, so, yeah, it was an, a week of up and downs, mostly because of the fucking news cycle. It's, it's never ending. It's never ending. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I feel like I'm bracing myself for whatever is next. Uh-huh. The um, so we're recording this at the time uh, on the day that uh, Trump decided to just declare certain news organizations to be the enemy of the American people, mm. which is of course a completely normal and sane thing to do if you're absolutely. Yeah. I've been waiting for him to say this. I mean, yeah. Hey. <laughs> and somebody out there tweeted that like, of you know what this is? What this means is one of those news orgs must have something hideously damaging that they're about to publish. I fucking hope so. So, but here's the problem with that, which is that one. We have been in this spot before where we've been like, oh, this one's going to sink his ship. Yeah, sure. it's not going to happen. Not the second work. one is that what this presupposes then is that Trump is some kind of master manipulator. No. And the truth is, he's just a fucking idiot baby. No, he's a, no. He's a loser. And so, uh, uh, yeah, that's... But, but yeah, no, this... I read this, today that... I read a really, really insightful uh, review, I sh- review commentary of the press conference yesterday. Oh, yes. Um, the 77-minute press conference. Uh, I read a really, really, really thoughtful um, review of it from Rush Limbaugh. And <laughs> he said... <laughs> he said that uh, you, the reason you know that Trump is telling the truth is because it's coming straight out of his mouth. He's not hemming and hawing. He's not reading from a paper. He's not listening to advisors. Anybody who speaks straight out of their top of their head 
out of their heart, let's say, you know that they're telling the truth because they're not reading it. They're not listening to anybody else. It's just coming straight out of their mouth. And you can't lie if it just comes straight out of your mouth. Uh, that was the argument. Oh, wow. my God. So I'm just going to leave y'all with what that. Wow. <laughs> how, That's, is it on gosh. record somewhere, like, well, how many heart attacks Rush Limbaugh has suffered? Because it's, it's got to be a non-zero number, right? Yeah. Like, no, why couldn't it have just... Why couldn't they have been fatal? Yeah. This is a question that I pose out there for all of you. <laughs> like, if you if, Write in with your comments later. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for insightful, but not TLDR, right? Do, 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 do. Let's... Let's do escapism. Yes. I like escapism. For those of you who are new to the podcast, uh, what's going on is that I have been writing down every stray idea that I have had for a literal decade, and there are hundreds of them, and uh, I've not done anything with them, so what it's time to do is give them to the world, and the way I've chosen to do that is to show them to my friends, who can then ask me questions, and we can talk about them, and if you hear an idea you would like, you should do it. I would just like credit. I would like a cut, please. I would like to point it laugh at you somewhere on the internet. <laughs> so, I I lost my place. I thought I had one that was kind of interesting. Oh, I remember it now. Mm. It was memories as currency. Ooh. Okay. I love this concept. So, I mean, the, the trouble is that... So, okay, so the idea basically, right, is that, yeah, that you would be able to use your memories as currency and kind of, like, um, trade them for goods and services. But I think the problem there becomes the subjective quality of memories, where it's sort of like, I have a memory of when I met a movie star or something, right? Which might be great for some people, mm-hmm. but if that person has never heard of that particular celebrity, then it doesn't matter. But is the concept that I actually can take on that memory then? Like, you were yes. selling it to me, I now have this memory that I met that movie star? I don't know. Maybe. Because I think that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it could be that, um, or it could you be. Mean not a movie star. Or, I mean, yeah, but it, it could be. Yeah, you, you. I think that you either get to experience other people's memories, um, or you get, or they get simply get absorbed into your consciousness, and then you treat them as your memories. Um, you know, I mean, the one thing that I am just now realizing as I say this is that we would probably end up with a lot of memories of sexual experiences being I was traded. Just gonna that's say that. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, forget about meeting the movie star, having sex with the movie star. Like, that's what, that's yeah, currency know, right there. I feel like a lot of people want that memory. Yeah. 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 Which, you know what? I mean, again, that could be extraordinarily valuable. You could use, you could, yeah. Well, the question is, if you sell that memory to one person, are they the only person that has that memory from now on? Or can you sell that memory to multiple people? That is a damn good question. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I feel not, like you would get rid of it at that point. It's, right. it's memory transfer, not a copy. Yes. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, this this is something that probably somebody should explore in a science fiction story. I feel like this story. is a sci-fi movie. There's like, yeah. There's already a counterfeiting angle because people have false memories. So, like, yes, that's true. I had I had a friend in college who like. Halloween rolled around and she was like you know when I was a kid we used to go trick-or-treating in this big apartment building that we lived in it was really awesome and we were like I thought you grew up in like the suburbs in New Jersey and she was like oh wait that's right that wasn't my life that happened on different strokes <laughs> yes <laughs> so yeah. like, she would totally pass that off to you yeah. as a as a as true, a true memory. memory yeah and then you would find out that like this wait a minute 
Why is Willis in this? This yes. isn't a real memory. Well, here's the other question, right? Which is that, like, suppose that it does become something where, where memories are copyable, right? Right. And you can... So is there a point some X number of years down the road, let's say 50 years after this, this, uh, this system is instituted, where there's, like, a common pool of memories mm-hmm. that everybody has just because Ooh. like they've been traded around some but they're like the one dollar bills in your wallet you know what I mean yeah like what, but, what, but here's the thing is what are those memories like what forms the base level of, of, of the sort of currency that everybody has and is it possible that this kind of memory transfer makes empathy extremely easy and we start to see problems like racism and sexism disappear <laughs> Exploding. <laughs> I would, that was not where I was. No, that's good. Yeah. You just wrote the movie, I think. I think uh. I might have. <laughs> I mean, it's kind Shit. of a cheesy movie, I'm uh. going to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but it's got some potential. I might go see it. Yeah. I'd go see it. I'd go, I'd definitely go see it. Yeah. I mean, depending on who directs yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. If it's like a Michael I, yeah. Bay kind of thing, no. probably not. But I think it would be hilarious to see. A Michael Bay version of that. <laughs> lots well, yeah, lots this, of memories of yeah. explosions. Exactly. Yeah. Lots of memories of <laughs> <laughs> oh, Outstanding. That's good. All right. Moving on. Of course. Animated GIF rejection letters. Why do we not have this? <laughs> Is this an, I feel as a like, service. As a service. I mean, I feel like maybe... It, it could even be an app at this point, right? Where sort of yeah. like you got to break up with somebody, you don't want to do <laughs> well, it I was in words. Thinking, like work rejection. No, that's what I was thinking too. Or like, or like get the job. Oh. Or like we've decided not to publish your book, but yeah. Oh, you're thinking personal relationships. But, but listen, that Whoa. would that functions for any of these, yeah. right? Yeah, like you like it's a service that allows you to just. I mean, it's basically like 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 Giphy, but. <laughs> Um, but like a specialized Giphy, you know? Yeah. Uh, like I just think search that, for rejection and then like, yeah, but but like you'd want to you'd want to have that exact right. Of rejected. Right. Wah, wah. Um, yeah. I've done yeah. that search. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to you'd have to do so like you'd have to be like minus Don yeah. Hotel. Yeah, totally. Um, you would have to it would be maybe like a curated database of gifts that were perfect for right. sending rejections, and they'd be striped by yeah by business by personal. Um, by creative, you know, and yeah, um, collegiate. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they'd also be striped by emotion, right? Like sadly regretful, or like gleeful, or just like straight up, you just know, like, cold oh, as hell ice. Now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I love this. I love this. Yeah, uh-huh. I think I think there's a lot of potential here. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is, yeah. Yeah. Well, no. well, one line above that one is actually another one of my new favorites that mm. I found that reminds me of another idea that I can tie into in a moment, mm. but airport quote-unquote shit-together line. Uh, oh, yes. I mean, okay. yes. yes. It's a separate security line in the airport for people who have their shit together. Yeah. And the yeah. way that you know... Yeah, how do you get in that line? How you get, it, you get in that you line by, by... No, no, no. What it is is um, you... It's, it's it's similar to, like, it's tied to your driver's license, right? Like, you have to... What you do is, like, you submit your driver's license number. Uh, it's a website. You have to register, you submit your driver's license number, and then it asks you, how do you prepare for the security line? If you say something like, I take all the stuff out of my pockets, and I put it in one pocket of my exterior jacket. I make sure I take my... You know, like, I've got my belt is off. Yeah, if you need to actually take a test, then I wear yeah. I wear slip-on shoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like... It's you, like you, you like. Oh my god! This yeah. is brilliant. And so you know, a human on the other end reads your responses and then decides whether or not you belong. Yeah, but they need yeah. to observe you. You need to prove it. I hate to say this, but you have to 
prove it. Anybody knows how to write an answer yeah. like that. Well, you're, you're gonna to have to prove it. it. And actually, I feel like it's gonna be like you need to test again every couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. To make sure you still have your shit together. So yeah. this falls in line. We use a driver's license. Yeah. I, uh, my ex-boyfriend Kirby had this amazing idea that I loved. <laughs> of course, it could be terrible in practice, but it was with driver's licenses and different classes. So you you would test into different classes, and you could only drive in certain lanes on the freeway oh. if you tested into like the like yeah fast, responsible, not an asshole driver. For example. Oh, that's brilliant! And yeah. then, like the slow people would be in like a different lane. Well, I mean that may be coming to pass, right? I mean, didn't Amazon? I think it was Amazon. It was Elon or somebody submitted a proposal for. Like arranging the roads by like autonomous driving lanes and regular lanes, wow. uh, where like there's special lanes for self-driving cars, and th- I think it, like it, it, it made it. Blame. Yeah, their argument was that it made it more efficient, and they had like some kind of study they'd run, maybe some simulations. But yeah, it, well, so, so like, in our elitist world, we really yeah. want these rules. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it, here's the thing, right? Is that like TSA pre-check is a thing, and I think yeah. that in order yeah. to qualify for it, you actually do have to go to the airport, and they fucking interview you. So yeah. it's like this: in yeah, order yeah. to qualify for the airport shit together line. You have to go to the airport and pretend like you are going on a trip, and then yeah, they simply assess you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really into this one. So mm-hmm. outstanding, right. outstanding. And by the way, really, I seriously do advise that you take all of the stuff out of your pockets and put it in one pocket of your exterior coat. Yeah. So yeah, that like when you take it off, a lot of stuff in their pockets. But if you do, just deal with it first, yeah. right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. Thank you. That's my. That is a huge pet peeve. Um, not a pet peeve, but something interesting that I could see being a service that has some potential. Uh, a bride's bodyguard. Yes. Okay. So this was basically, I think that somebody I know got married and this That's was... That's probably true. <laughs> well, somebody I know got married and um, there was like a kid involved and he wanted like a position in the in the wedding party mm-hmm. and they couldn't think of one and so one of them just said well you're the bride's bodyguard and it was very cute um, that's really cute yeah and so I like I just wanted I think I just wanted a way to record that as a concept yeah so no it it's great though I think it should be built into every wedding bullshit package ever it's, is this the person who's like no you cannot talk to her no you cannot bother her no you cannot ask her questions no you cannot annoy her like as originally conceived, no, but that's brilliant. Like, yeah. And theoretically, right, that's supposed to be the maid of honor's job. Yeah, she's got other shit to do. But she's exactly. trying to look good. She's yeah. trying to get laid. Like, she's got a lot going on. <laughs> she has to, yeah. There's just, it's, it's a thing that could be split into two roles, right? Because, like, I feel this like... Is the, this, is the, this is the person who's not close to anybody. They're, like, yeah. a third party. Yeah. They're, like, the wedding uh, coordinator. Yes. But their only job is to just stand by the bride and be like... Nope. Yeah, and they nope. don't, they only really need to be there for a couple of hours, like the yeah. day of, right? Like they gotta make yeah. sure she eats. Yes. Oh, yeah. They could be in oh, charge of shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I used to cater weddings, like really fancy weddings in Orange County, and we always had a rule: you never give the wine, or sorry, you never give the bride a glass of red wine. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like totally. it could get like this little police action going on here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Experience. Have these things. So, um, I see something called Dapper Day. Is this in any way related to something we did at one of my startups once? We had Fancy Friday, for example. Possibly? A day in which everybody dresses in a dapper fashion. Possibly? Actually, there's a note. 
A new day to implement at bars like Trivia Night. Ah, ah. yes, yes, oh. okay, right. Oh. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the, yeah, you dress up nice and you go to the go huh. to whatever bar it is. Yeah, that way everybody knows that you clean up good. I would go to that. You know, I would know, totally go to that. I do miss seeing my friends look good. I mean, you all look good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Nobody dresses up anymore yeah. for anything. Yeah. I have to say this, not to bring it back around, but like the cruise I went on was so delightful in only one respect, which was every night at five o'clock, we all put on fancy cocktail dresses and suits yeah. and went to dinner together. It was like this ritual of like, Dressing up that we just don't do. Yeah, in I mean, San Francisco. This is it, yeah. I mean, like I had envisioned it. I think probably as like a like a singles scheme. You know, yeah, like, sure. Um, but 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 like it, it's equally applicable for just if you just want to show up to this bar and just look nice. I mean, fuck it. Yeah, Why yeah. Not? I feel Why like we not? could. I feel like we could scheme. implement that. Just like hmm. just like yeah. yeah. We, you know, One day a month. Like yeah. hey, dress up and we'll be at it. the bar. Dress up nice. We'll see you there. Exactly. Yeah, we do be that. like our new bloodhound. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That'd be good. Excellent. Yeah. I, w- I would break out the fancy clothes for that. So, John, can you tell me a little bit more about the Twitter simulator for girls? <laughs> okay. I see a description, but I want to see what you say first. It's a physical product. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an egg that once activated, all it does is scream insults and come-ons at you, and it can't be turned <laughs> off, ever. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, oh God. I'm logging on to Twitter. Oh, yeah, as a girl. As yeah. a girl. So, yeah. and, like, it comes in packs of six, and, uh, like, you turn it on, and all it does is scream obscenities at you, and the way that you turn it off is you smash it. Yes. And so that provides... Oh, interesting. Yes. Okay, so I was wondering who this is marketed to. Like, is this marketed to white dudes who need to know what it's like? Yes, that. But also, like, uh, yeah, it, it, it can serve or many markets. Or women who want to or women who just, yes, exactly. smash the mm-hmm. shit out of this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I like <laughs> both of those use cases. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we covered that one. Good. Good work, guys. Yeah, um, I mean, I, especially because I feel like it would be easy to make, right? I mean, there are, I mean, you can build a speaker into a greeting card. Oh, like sure. yeah, yeah it's, it should be it should be possible to put it into some kind of frangible shell that you know that like that is satisfying to either crush with your hands mm-hmm. or with a tool of some mm-hmm. kind like you know a hammer or a bottle or like whatever you've got lying around or just you throw it on the floor and you yeah. crush it under your boot heel like yeah. it's incredibly satisfying to break things yeah mm-hmm. I'd be into it I'd, excellent I'd crush it good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, John, if you were to have the opportunity to have Prosecco in a keg, where would be the first place <laughs> where you would have your Prosecco that in came a, out of a keg? I don't know. I feel like, honestly, I, I don't feel like it would be out of place at, at uh, one of Mr. Bill's Christmas parties. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Is that extravagant enough? <laughs> <laughs> it's not so much whether or not it's extravagant. It's just it feels just quirky enough that I what feel if, like it would be... What if it's a platinum keg? <laughs> All right. Covered in diamonds. Yes. <laughs> we love you, Mr. Bill. Um, yeah. And we love your Christmas party so much. It's so good. Yes, please so keep good. inviting me. <laughs> Same here, please. Thank you. Um, Sorry about the platinum crack. But, like... But, yeah, like... Uh, I mean, I, I didn't pr- envision it as a particularly extravagant item. I just think that it's something that I feel like I just want to see if it's possible. Like a rustic keg? Well, I mean, Go just for a second. <laughs> <laughs> or just like 
any, you know, any, any. Like, it, it was, artisanal prosecco. It could be at a at a at a party that you're throwing that happens to be during brunch hours. Ah, right. All right. Yeah, I yes. mean, like the the brunch keg. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like that should be a separate like a item. park <laughs> like a park brunch keg. Yes. Yeah. Would be amazing, actually. Yeah. I, I, th- I think I might have talked about this with somebody. It's, I mean, not in the context of this podcast, but just sort of like, is putting Prosecco in a keg technologically feasible? And I believe the answer is no, oh, really? but I don't remember why. Like, it, ha- I, it might have something to do with the level of carbonation required versus the structural integrity of the keg. He could have been talking out of his ass. I might be remembering the conversation wrong, um, but I, I believe what I remember is that it is not possible, although either of us could be wrong. I... I don't know anything I, about science. I've I've heard of science. I think it's a, a thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we feel like it's really more of an industrial design question. Also so, true. Where is Jeff Bean? Yeah, yes. he would actually know the answer. Yes, probably. Yeah. Well, I'll get him on this podcast. You should. Excellent. Ask him. Ask him about the keg. Yes. Structural issues. Um. Actually, speaking of this, can be speaking of uh, David Bill's Christmas party. David mm. and Dina. We need to give her credit as of well. Of course, yes. Um. Her. They had fortune cookies this year at their party. Right. There is a twist on that here. Negative fortune cookies, which I am all in favor of. <laughs> yes. Like, where can we make these? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Have you ever seen this as a, as a as a product where it's just like a fortune cookie that you open and it says it's something like you're terrible? You're gonna die tomorrow. I feel yeah, like yeah. I feel like it's happened very very rarely. Like someone, and I've only ever seen it on Instagram because somebody's like, "I just got this bullshit with my Chinese food. What the fuck?" <laughs> but yeah, something something that's that's just gross or terrible that will befall you. And, and because that's the thing. Like it has to be a fortune, right? I mean, yeah. like we've all been to Chinese restaurants where they give you a fortune cookie and the fortune is not a fortune it's a platitude which is not the same thing this is a (laughs) prediction of something that will happen and it's not good and I feel like there should be a bag of them (laughs) just hand them out just hand them out with Kelly's uh Feel better today. Stickers and pins. oh She's yeah, working yeah, on it. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. Little of both. Yeah, just you know, little from column A, little from column B. Which do you choose? <laughs> Great. Does it say like we got this, or does it say like you will die alone? Who knows? Who knows? I think we have time for one more. Excellent. Ooh. All right. Um. Let's go with this one. I think it's strong. The experience suit. And in notes, it is a suit designed to somehow maximize experiences. So we're a little unclear on the how. That, it's a shade vague. Well, that is the thing I think we talked but about I in like the previous it. episode. Oh, well, I don't see it listed here. So I'm... I know you talked about situation pants. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. The experience suit. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, I don't Maximize know. Maximize experiences. Again, I feel like this has potential for like almost a sci-fi type story situation where you're, yeah. you put on the suit and suddenly you experience things in like 10 times the ferocity <laughs> that just, you would like normally. It's just <laughs> soaked in LSD. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what's that? What's, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, entirely possible. Oh my gosh. Coffee cereal. Oh. What? Oh, yes. Okay, no, yes. Audra, I'm so glad you hit upon this one. I didn't see this before. Because uh, this is a thing that I still think needs, needs to happen. So yeah. we've got yes. cereal that happen? exists that you pour milk into, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And there's hot cereal that you, you know, cereal grains or whatever that you pour hot 
water or milk into and it becomes oatmeal. Mm -hmm. Why is there not a cereal that is designed for pouring coffee into so it becomes delicious? Huh, I feel like that there are so many ways that that could work and be delicious, but like definitely like hot cereal, yeah, and possibly some sort of chocolate or cinnamon flavor. Yes, or certainly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, I feel I mean, like this is. It, is it is it a, is it a, is it a, a, like an instant oatmeal like product yeah. that is designed for? But there would need to be a couple of different versions, right? There'd be one for people who take their coffee black. Right. There'd be one for people who like their coffee with cream. Right. Ooh, right. The es- or the espresso latte type situation. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. But I can see some kind of marshmallowy, like in the Lucky Charms. Is that the right? I don't know anything about cereal. This is something no, weird about me. Lucky Charms had marshmallows, like, right? Okay. Yeah. So like anything that's got that, it's almost like a hot chocolate situation, but it's yes. cereal, and you've got some nice, yes. like, yes, yeah. cinnamony, sweet. Yeah. Actually, now I'm wondering if like iced coffee and cocoa puffs are. A- Great idea, oh, a freaking terrible idea. <laughs> Obviously, a great well, idea. Because and you're going to report back on it. I'll let yes. you know. I'll yeah, let you know. because right, like that, you get your caffeine and your nutrition. Right, you start from the day, cocoa puffs, and you're good. That's. You're, I mean, there is no reason why this, this cereal product could not be vitamin fortified. Truth. I'm just putting this out. Many there. are. Yeah, I hear. Exactly. From packaging. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Coffee cereal. It's going to be a That's thing. A good I'll one. let you know. All right. Do, do, Well, we have now hit upon that part of the podcast where we talk about uh, an idea that perhaps one of our guests has or uh, a terrible recommendation that one of us might have. It doesn't have to be all of us, just one of us. Does anybody here have a terrible recommendation or an idea? Uh, I, my terrible recommendation is to uh, read more of Fox News. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. see, see what people are saying out there in the world. It'll surprise you. I, they, they, yeah. I know that you want like. There's been this thing about like, oh, Yo, you got to get outside your bubble. No, you actually. Right, but yeah. like, there's no, there's no call for that. It's. It's, exactly. My terrible recommendation is going to be to question Spurk shippers. So these are the people. These are the people who insist that Spock and Kirk are in love. Uh, and I think it's the dumbest fucking thing because, like, they're always like there are there are reams and reams of text on Tumblr that get um, that just no, get, no pun intended no pun intended where they're just talking about like oh look at the way Spock looks at Jim it's like motherfucker he's the first officer talking to his captain that's his boss like they have to look at each other all the time. Oh, yeah. They have to look yeah, at each I'll other all the time and talk to each other because they yeah. run the ship. That is, That's their job. Actually, that one is pretty great. And we're just, we're just looking at Google yeah, images no, now. I mean, like, and the, like, of course, they, be, they become best friends, but like, I'm not sure that you could... Uh, anyway, I, I think it's dumb. I don't think that the people who, are, who espouse this particular ship are... Like, I don't think they're dumb. I don't think they're bad people. Uh, I just think it's a dumb ship. So, uh, my terrible recommendation is to question it, because I know there's a lot of you out there. <laughs> like, a lot. Uh, anyway, how about you, Kelly? Do you have anything? Um, I'm, I'm, my terrible recommendation is going to be, like, kick cereal and hot black coffee. Because that just sounds awful. <laughs> it, does not sound... it does not sound nice. Yeah. I'm not into it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yep. Well, yeah. you can find me online on Twitter and Instagram at FerociousJ, the word ferocious, the letter J. You can find me on Instagram at by Enthusiosity. And you can find me on Twitter as Audra Lindsay or on Instagram and other places as Blue Mecca. Excellent. Um, 
that'll do it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, why not tell a friend about it? Or subscribe if you haven't already, which is probably how you heard this. So in that case, never mind. And thank you. Um, <laughs> if you have heard an idea that you like, you should feel free to go ahead and do it. I would just like credit. I would like a cut. Thank you, and have a good one. Do-do. Do-do.